Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the new Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Thank you for joining us on Community Focus this morning, where we look at the issues that matter in South Florida and the people and organizations that are making a difference. One organization that has taken on multiple challenges to improve and ideally resolve specifically issues relative to young people in South Florida is the Progressive Firefighters Association Charities. And joining us today, a member of Miami-Dade Fire Rescue for more than 20 years, his rank was captain. He's a firefighter, a paramedic, a live fire instructor, hazardous materials technician, and also serves as president of the Progressive Firefighters Association Charities in South Florida. I am delighted to welcome Keith Bell. Thank you for coming to Community Focus. My friend, Ellen Jaffe, how are you? <laughs> I am great. I feel like I just gave you the opening for the dating game, <laughs> you know, reading off all of your you, resume. But, but that's fine. <laughs> so tell us about the history for anyone who's not already familiar with the Progressive Firefighter Association Charities or anyone who hasn't yet benefited from the work that you do. How did the charity start and why was the organization formed? Okay, so let me just give you a brief history of the Progressive Firefighters Association. The organization was formed in 1978 because of the increasing awareness and complexity of problems experienced by African-American sisters and brothers in the fire service and in our communities. The Progressive Firefighters was founded by two members, Dr. Charles U. Phillips and David C. James. Charles U. Phillips have gone on to become the first and only African-American fire chief for the Miami-Dade County Fire Department. And also, you know, one of our main purpose and goals was to study and provide valuable solutions to serious problems and issues affecting our membership. Uh, The PSA also addresses the subject of recruitment and retention and promotion of qualified African-Americans within the fire service. The numerous problems affecting our community, such as health concerns, fire prevention, and safety, social, economic, and political issues are also a part of the Progressive Firefighters agenda. So in addition to taking on the issues of saving lives when there is a fire, you have taken on so much more than that when you talk about the problems and challenges facing African Americans when you mention brothers and sisters, both women and men and things in our society that are difficult. I mean, that's, I guess that goes along with being what other people, and you may not identify with it, but we call you heroes. So (laughs) seriously, I mean, you save lives, and now you're working to save future lives, you know, working with children. How did you determine that children and equity and inclusion are things that you need to advocate for? Well, when you think about the inception of PFA, and a long and unwavering commitment to combat the fires of racism, inequality, and injustices that continue to permeate the fire service in our communities. You know, we have assisted hundreds interested in careers in the fire service. PFA has also partnered in many meaningful activities in the community, such as a water safety program 
And when I speak about water safety, you know, you're talking about swimming. So a few years ago, we set out to get some statistics on the drowning rates here in the state of Florida. And Ellen, I have to tell you that when you research this information, the drowning statistics in the state of Florida is through the roof. Yeah, we're the worst in the nation, aren't we? We are first in the nation. And as first responders, when you get these calls that a kid is possibly drowning, you know, you immediately go from zero to 100 miles per hour in a matter of seconds. And sometimes the outcome is good. Sometimes the outcome is not so good. And one thing I can tell you as a first responder that the ones that we can't get back, um, that's embedded in us for the rest of our lives and careers. Yeah, I can't imagine what that looks and feels like for you. And I know you do offer swim safety classes. I was looking on your Facebook page and you've got videos of the swim classes and the kids are just having the best time. And at the same time, they're learning a valuable skill that could save their life down the road. Yes, I absolutely tell people swimming is not just another sport, but it's a life-saving skill. And for most of us African-Americans coming out of the inner city, Ellen, we don't have swimming pools in our backyards. So we're not exposed really to swimming. And that's why the drowning rates between African-Americans is through the roof because, you know, we're not exposed to swimming. We don't have those swimming pools readily accessible to us. So where do you bring children when you are doing swim lessons with the Progressive Firefighters Association? Well, we've been teaching for the last few years at Charles Hadley Park down in the Liberty City area. Again, we do a lot of things in areas that is affected and really need this. Again, those kids come from surrounding parks, Morningside, Charles Hadley Park, Athley Range Park, all the inner city parks. And we do this seven-week swim program for the summer. So we have these kids from the moment they get out of school during the summer session to almost the beginning of the school year. And through that seven-week program, we run them through a battery of tests of swimming. Not only swimming, but we also teach them hands-only CPR and how to use an AED and, you know, we say AED, that stands for Automated Defibrillator Exterminator. Okay, the thing we see when they go charge on TV. That's correct. Okay. That's correct. So these kids are getting an incredible wealth of information, education, experience, and really mentorship. It's got to be thrilling for them to be working with firefighters. Well, Ellen, I have to tell you that being a product of an inner city, I've never had this growing up as a kid. I was exposed to the fire service when I was 11 years old. I was hit by a car. Oh, my gosh. And in the city of Miami. And the way that the fire department took care of me, it kind of opened my eyes to wanting to do that particular job. So at the age of 11, I wanted to be a firefighter. But again, coming out of the inner city, we were not exposed. We didn't know how to get into the profession. And that's, that's another problem in itself. Most people don't know how to get in the profession of becoming a firefighter. Can you tell us right now how to do it? Like, is there yeah, yeah. a pathway? So, 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 so as, as you know, the fire service is generational, right? So you will see sons, daughters, nieces, nephews, cousins of people who's been firefighters. And, and most of us coming from the inner city, 
have never had that. I'm the first and only one in my family wow. uh, to be a firefighter. So in order to, you know, become a firefighter, all you have to do now with the way that the Internet is, is Google how to become a firefighter in the state of Florida. Okay. And there's a fire college in Ocala called Florida State Fire College. That's where I did my training. You also have many other fire colleges like Miami-Dade Fire Science Program. You have a fire college in Broward. Uh, You have a fire college in Tampa and so forth and so on. But that will get you on a path to taking what we call minimum standards. That's a program to get you certified as a firefighter. And then you would have to take your EMT, which is emergency medical technician, and then your paramedic. And you can do that at Miami-Dade College or you can do it at Broward College. Okay, that is a lot to learn. You really have to know your stuff. It's not just about being a hunky person or a strong, let me put strong rather, because that really is kind of biased against women if I say hunky. So uh, you really have to be not just strong and not just fearless, but you have to know medical technology and how to take care of someone who has inhaled too much smoke or has other physical issues. You're sort of a doctor until they get to the emergency room. They call us street doctors. And I have to tell you that the training is very rigorous, but it's also rewarding. Um, I don't know if you know the schedule of a firefighter, but we only work nine to 10 days a month, 110 days a year. That's the normal firefighter schedule, nine to 10 days a month, 110 days a year. And we have 365 days in a year. But aren't you on schedule for like 24 hours at a time where you're on yes, call? Yes, our schedule is 24 hours on, 48 hours off. Why is that? I've, you know, they, I know they do that in hospitals too, like with the trainees, and I've never understood why you don't just do an eight-hour schedule. Well, It's a 24-hour schedule, and it's because when you work 24 hours, you're literally on call for 24 hours. So you can be up literally for 24 hours, and then they give you two days, which is the 48 hours, to rest, get your body back together, and come back to shift on the third day, which you will give that second 24 hours. Okay, because it's that exhausting, you need that much recovery time. Yes. Okay. Yes. Especially if you're at a busy station. Right. And also, you know, during our winters, when things get dry, you get a lightning strike. And next thing you know, we have brush fires out west. So, yeah, you're busy all the time. And yet you, Keith, still find time to donate your time with the Progressive Firefighters Charities as the president, donating your time to children in the community because of your passion. And what is beautiful about what you do is now children don't have to be in a car accident to get the education that you got through a horrible situation, which turned out to be maybe one of the best things that could have happened to you. That is correct. So for me, you know, like I said, coming out of the inner city, I had really no clue of what I wanted to do until I was hit by that that car and I was rescued by, you know, paramedics. And the way they treated me, the way they handled the whole situation, was, to me, was, was an eye-opener. And that gave me an idea of something to look forward to. Right. And, you know, moving forward, now that I'm in a position, you know, I want to make sure that I reciprocate. I give back to the community. It's, um, I have to tell you, Ellen, it's, it's a very busy, busy schedule. But... It's so bedded into my heart that I have to find the time to go back and pay it forward. 
because I'm not going to be here forever. None of us will be. But at the end of the day, people will say it's because of you and the organization I'm where I'm at today. And to me, that's everything, Ellie. Listen, progressive firefighters, since they started in 78, your organization has impacted literally thousands of young people. And some of them have come back to be swim instructors. Some of them have moved into becoming firefighters. And I am sure that what you do opens their eyes to possibilities that they never would have thought of. Even if it's something different from being a firefighter, now they realize, oh, I can go to a technical school or I can go to a college and I can be what I want to be. That is absolutely correct. And, you know, I have a saying, kids can't be what they can't see. A hundred percent. Yep. So with these kids being surrounded by, you know, firefighters, uh, that's a positive role model to a lot of these kids that don't have this at home. Right. And so it's sort of like a connection. You understand where they come from because you've been there. Right. And all these kids want to do, Ellen, I have to be honest with you. A lot of these kids want to be successful, but the environment they're in, you know, it's almost like they're trapped in the box and all they know, all they see is what's in that box. They have no clue what is outside of that box. So we open up their eyes to these careers. And again, everybody's not going to be a firefighter, but you have an opportunity to do whatever it is that you want to do. Just opening up their eyes. And I have... No doubt that a lot of these kids grow up in an environment where what they're taught is you stay in your place, you can't go any further, don't even think about it. And now comes the progressive firefighters saying, yes, you can. And suddenly they realize there's a whole world of opportunity. What kind of changes do you see in the young people that you work with and mentor? Well, from what I've gathered, When a lot of these kids get with us, they get to know us, they get to know who we are, we share our stories with them, and instantly, a lot of them want to become firefighters. And a lot of them have gone on, Ellen, to become firefighters. And again, that is the proudest moment to me, for somebody to look at someone from the same place that they are, and they made it out of there. And a lot of these kids... Once they get with us and we open the eyes to the opportunities that's out there, they're like, wow. And they stay in touch all the way until they get the career that they want. You must get letters and visits that just open your heart. Like, you know how the Grinch's heart swells? (laughs) You must just swell without being the Grinch part. Yes, you know, it's like, like I said, um, it's a great feeling. And, you know, most people tell you when you talk about Keith Bell, he's very modest, right? He don't like the accolades. I really don't, Ellen. Um, to me, giving back and making sure that these young kids have an opportunity to be successful and succeed in whatever it is that they want to do, getting them to understand that the opportunities are there. Yes, you have to put in the work. But once you put in the work, I guarantee you that the work that you've put in will be very well received. So how do kids find the Progressive Firefighters Charities? How do they find your classes? So we have a website, which is pfacharitiesinc.org. Again, that's P as in Paul, F as in Frank, A as in Apple, the word charities, I-N-C dot O-R-G. I also can give you a 
telephone contact number to contact us. Sure. That's area code 754-465-6064. And keep in mind, Ellen, I'm not just giving you the office number. I'm giving you a cell phone number. So that's, so that's available. Number, a lot of times it goes to the voicemail, but we're, I'm giving you a cell phone number where you can reach out to us. And if we don't answer the phone, we'll call you back within an hour okay. and get you whatever information you need. Well, I'll tell you where a good place to come and see you in action and get some of the benefit of what you do is at your annual turkey distribution that I'm very excited. We're going to be partnering with you again tomorrow at the Betty T. Ferguson Recreation Complex in Miami Gardens. We did this with you last year, and you give away so much. For those who are looking at Thanksgiving coming up this week already and saying, oh, you know, I don't have a turkey. I don't think I can afford it. How am I going to get my family together? How are they going to benefit from this event, this turkey distribution? And what do they do to get there? Yes, as you mentioned, we do do a lot of things in the community. And one of the biggest things that we do is a big Thanksgiving turkey giveaway. Keep in mind that you not only get a turkey, but you get all the fixings. So you actually have a Thanksgiving dinner, and that will take place tomorrow at the Betty T. Ferguson Recreation Complex, 3000 Northwest 199th Street. That's in Miami Gardens. Again, 3000 Northwest 199th Street. We will start at 10 a.m. I'm hoping that you will get there early because the line is around the corner. So the earlier you get there, the sooner you can get out of there. Okay. Ellen, I thank you so much, Easy 93.1 and Hits 97, and the whole Cox Media family for just partnering with us and doing such a great thing for the community. Well, we love what you do. You partnered with us on our Embrace Swim Safety event earlier this year, and we couldn't have done that without you. So, you know, that's one of the great things about connecting people and organizations is you can do so much more as a partnership. And we are thrilled, I mean, to see the faces of people when you hand them a turkey and they're just so happy and you feel like, wow, I've really made a difference for someone. Do you have any idea about how many cars you'll be able to give turkeys to? I'm guessing about 2,000. That's 2, phenomenal. that we will be able to give turkeys to. Okay. Not just the turkey, but the whole, the whole Thanksgiving fixes. dinner. So you must have a ton of people working behind the scenes to put all of this together in an organized way. So when a car pulls up, you've got the turkey, you've got the fixins, you put it in their trunk or you hand it through their window and then they move through. So it all goes smoothly. Yes, we have a plethora of volunteers. Again, you will see a bunch of firefighters. Uh, You will see people from college fraternities. Uh, You will see nurses out there, Cox Media people out there. We have a plethora of people volunteering to make this happen, and we're looking forward to this. This is one of the things that I most look forward to because, again, you know, we were a family that had to go out and get food for Thanksgiving. So, again, I'm blessed to be able to bless others, so I'm looking forward to it. Well, I thank you and all of your fellow firefighters and all of the members of Progressive Firefighters Charities, Inc., for what you do for our community, both at work and through charity. You are literally saving lives and changing lives for the better. And I hope that people will support what you're doing by going to pfacharitiesinc.org 
or calling 754-465-6064. If you have a child that needs to learn how to swim, call and make arrangements for your child to be part of that summer class. If you have a child that wants to talk to a firefighter and learn what it takes to have a career as a firefighter, call, ask for Keith Bell, (laughs) tell them you heard it here. Absolutely. Yeah, call me. I'll be more than happy to talk to you. you. You are just a dream. You are such a gift. And I thank you. Is there anything else you want the audience to know about the PFA or firefighters in general? Um, you know, the PFA is a nonprofit organization, a community-based organization that do a lot in the community. And as always, you know, we need help as well. So if you want to make a donation, it's tax deductible. You are able to do that. I encourage you to do so because with that, that allow us to continue to do what we do in the community. And um, I just want to say thank you in advance. It is absolutely our pleasure to get that message out to our audience. So go to that website. You can make donations there, right? Yes, you can. Okay. Make donations at pfacharitiesinc.org or volunteer that supports everything that you're doing and say a thank you this year at Thanksgiving when you're enjoying one of those 2000 turkeys. And when you know that your children are in good hands and your community is in good hands with the Miami-Dade Fire Rescue, say a thanks for the Progressive Firefighters Association Charities, Inc. And I'm going to add Keith Bell, even though you don't want the accolades, I'm adding you into my thanks. Ellen, I have to tell you that I appreciate you. I appreciate the interview, everything that you guys stand for over at Cox Media. Um, Without you guys, we cannot get the information out there that we need to be out there. So from my heart, Ellen, I want to say thank you and Cox Media for all that you guys do, not only for the progressive firefighters, but for everybody else that comes through Cox Media. Thank you guys for everything that you do. Thank you. Now, now my heart is swelling. <laughs> you have a wonderful day, and we're going to see you bright and early tomorrow morning at the Betty T. Ferguson Recreation Center. Have a wonderful yeah, day. You as well. Joining us now on Community Focus, prepare yourself for warm and fuzzy time because we have Sherry <laughs> Wachter, Vice President of Marketing for the Humane Society of Broward County. Sherry, I know you're very busy getting ready for the Thanksgiving rush. I can't believe it's here already, but you have the annual Black Fur Day event coming up on Friday. Yes, we do. It is one of our favorite events that we host throughout the year. As you said, it's called Black Fur Day. It will take place on Friday the 24th and go through Sunday. If you want to avoid the malls, stay away from that hectic parking lot. We hope you'll consider stopping by the Humane Society of Broward County and adopting a pet that you can spend this holiday and many more with. That's got to be one of the best gifts to give to anybody, whether it's an adult or a kid or yourself, because as You and I know we are animal lovers and we know how much they add to your life. And that unconditional love, it just doesn't come from many places. You are absolutely right. Having a pet is a wonderful thing. I will say, bring the family. Don't give a pet as a surprise gift because while you think grandma might want a cat, what grandma might really want is a cruise. Okay. um, (laughs) You know, bring everybody to the shelter that's going to be involved with the adoption where the pet's going to be living because we want to make sure it's a good fit. 
what the Black Fur Day adoption special entails. Any pet that's one year of age and older, their adoption fee is going to be half price. And select pets will have cuddle busters, which means their adoption fees have been underwritten. I love that. Just the cuddle busters concept is great. (laughs) Because you know what? They all need love and they all need cuddles. And, you know, puppies get adopted quickly. So do kittens. And that's why, honestly, they're not included in this special. They don't need any help finding homes. It's the dogs and the cats that might be a little bit older, that might not be potty trained necessarily right away, but that's why they need you. They need you to open up your heart and your home and give them a chance. Yeah. And even a one-year-old is still really a baby. And even the older ones, sometimes there are people who want an animal that's a little more mellow or one where they don't have to do the training. It's already house trained or potty trained. And, you know, you can take it out for a walk and not worry about behavior or anything like that. Although if you do adopt a puppy, you have the puppy what is it called? The puppy classes? Uh, we have puppy preschool classes. Yes. Um, okay. But I think you're right. You know, you really have to look at your lifestyle and you have to set realistic expectations. You know, if you take home a pet that had one family for five years and for whatever reason, they can no longer care for their pet and it's at the shelter. And now it's going to go home and live at your house, which is totally a different layout and different people. You must give the pet time to decompress and get used to its new surroundings, the new people you know, the new routine, because we want them to stay in your home, you know, forever, not just for a few days. Right. And I believe that if you are patient with an animal, like in a situation like that, and it's not all, some of them adjust immediately and some of them just, they choose you and they want you. But, you know, I've seen videos of animals that were rescued that were, you know, running on the street or their families had to give them up for whatever reason. And it takes a little time, but eventually they become your best friend. Absolutely. So, you know, again, I highly recommend And you're right about bringing the family because you might have a couple of people who want one thing and a couple who want another. And then when they're all together, they find one that everybody loves and one that loves everybody. So I expect you'll be busy next weekend. And this goes, it's not just Black Fur Day. It's through the whole weekend, Friday through Sunday. Exactly. So stop on by. We know a lot of people actually are probably going to be in town visiting relatives or friends. We adopt out of state. You don't have to be a Broward County resident to adopt from us. Just make sure you have your identification with you and you can go to our website. It's humanebroward.com. Go to the adopt tab and under there you will see not only the pets that are available for adoption, but you will also see the pre-adoption application. You just need to fill that out. And aren't you doing specials with microchipping on Friday only? Yes. So our vaccine clinic will be open on Friday. The adoption area opens at 11, but the vaccine clinic opens at 9. Well, how long does the vaccine clinic go for? They'll be open at 9 to 11.40. Then they close for lunch and then they reopen at 1 and they're open from 1 to 5. And that's around the side or the back of the building? So it's at the far east side of the building. Okay. So when you pull into the Humane Society of Broward County parking lot, just head back toward 95 and you yeah. will find it. Okay. One of the things we've discovered is like if you Google us, you know, it comes up and there's a picture and the little information with our address and the hours. And it says we open at 11, which mm. we adoptions does open at 11, but the vaccine clinic opens at nine. Okay. So we're trying to figure out how to add those hours because 
the vaccine clinic doesn't get busy until 11 o'clock. And if you have a pet at home already, a dog or a cat, and you purchase a vaccine package for that pet, they will offer free microchipping for that pet, which is a big savings. You know, if you go to the vet, it can range anywhere from $20 to $50 for a microchip. So it's so important to have your pet microchip. And if your pet is already microchipped, I can't stress enough the importance to make sure that your chip is registered. Different yeah. places have different rules. You know, make sure your chip is registered because so many times animals end up in shelters all over this country. They'll have a chip, but it's never been registered. Right. And so there's no name or no phone number or no email if you don't register it so the chip doesn't help. Okay. Exactly. So mark next weekend, Thanksgiving weekend, Friday through Sunday, and we'll have that up on our website. Go to our Pet of the Week page, the Furry Friend of the Week page, and we always keep up with what's happening at the shelter. I want to add in one thing that you'll find there also is I understand you need doggy treats right now. Yes. The animals have to have a Thanksgiving too. Exactly. And the thing that I'm so excited to announce is that we are your radio sponsor for the VCA Walk for Animals coming up in February. Yes. So the VCA Walk for the Animals is our largest fundraiser of the year. It will be held February 3rd, which is a month earlier than typically. Which is one of the most beautiful times of year here in South Florida. And I want to get all the details, but we don't have enough time to go through it all right now. So next week, we will talk more about the VCA Walk for Animals. And in the meantime, what's the website if people want to get a head start on signing up and being prepared for February 3rd, 2024? Walk the number four, the animals. Okay. Walk the number four, the animals.com and add to your family. Black Fur Day starts Friday, runs through Sunday at the Humane Society of Broward County. Thank you, Sherry Wachter, Vice President of Marketing. Thank you. And thank you for listening to Community Focus this morning. If you have questions about today's show or would like to suggest a topic, please feel free to email me at ellen.jaffe, J-A-2-F-S-1-E, at cmg.com. You can also leave comments on our open mic feature on our app that you can download from the iTunes or App Store. We'd love to know what you think. And please join us again next Sunday for an all-new edition of Community Focus. Have a great day. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the new Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24.